to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Guys, I have an awesome guest by the name of Stephen Ross, and we have a lot to learn from him. So, let's take a moment out, and I'll be right back with Steve. So guys, like I was saying, I have Stephen Ross, author, salesperson, entrepreneur, and Stephen, would you please introduce yourself to my listeners? Well, thank you. My name is Stephen Ross, and I currently reside in Denver, Colorado, although I'm originally from Los Angeles, and I have lived for a couple of years in New York City, but I have been selling real estate for 16 years, and what I'm most notable for is I, I'm the worst kind of person to be a real estate agent because uh, really I'm an antisocial introvert and I don't work nights. I don't work weekends. I don't do open house. I don't do parties. I, I don't do any of that stuff. But what I can do and what I did do, still do, is I've knocked on over 125,000 doors as a real estate agent. And I just published a book called Doors Open When You Knock. It's a realtor's handbook for boundless opportunity and freedom, but you could substitute realtor with whoever you are. It's just written from a realtor's perspective. Okay. Really quick question. How does someone that's extremely introverted get into sales? Like that doesn't seem like something that a person would do if they're trying not to be around people. That is a great question. And the answer is when I, I was a chief technology officer for a startup in the early 2000s and that finished and I, IT work was kind of, I didn't want to go back to IT. I didn't want to go back to a cubicle. I didn't want to go back to a commute. I didn't want to, consulting was not really ideal. I didn't want to travel. I had my third child about to be born. And um, well, uh, I saw a lot of people making a lot of money in Los Angeles selling real estate. And I thought, how hard could this be? Uh, very naively, because it's very hard. And I thought you just had to show up and look pretty and be smart. And that is not how it works. So you, you, you mean if you show up in the red bottoms and you look really cute and you're like awesome and amazing and you have this amazing IQ that doesn't mean that you can sell you can sell houses and get into real estate is that what you're trying to tell me okay okay yeah that is what I'm trying to say okay perfect perfect, perfect. <laughs> all right <laughs> so okay you got into real estate and what made you say I need to change this. I need to figure it out. I need to get the pattern right. Well, what I quickly realized is that uh, there was a, I was in a training class and there was a coach, a real estate coach, and he was kind of a gruff guy. Not kind of, he was, he still is actually. And he said, it's a simple business. You must talk to people. You can knock on heads or knock on doors, pick one. Knock on doors, meaning, or knock on heads, meaning, you know, talk to people you know and stuff like that. And, uh, and so I quickly ran out of people I knew. 
and and I had three kids to feed. And so I had a very big reason for succeeding. I had no backup plan. And this knocking on doors thing sounded like a terrible idea, but I didn't know what else to do because I am introverted and I am antisocial and I didn't want to do any of those other things. So I figured, well, maybe this will just, maybe this will just work. And uh, it was a very big leap of faith. So, okay, you decided to go out there, but what made you say, hey, what made you say, okay, this is may not be for me, but I'm going to keep going because I, I'm still, I, okay, forgive me, but I am still stuck on the introvert part. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of stuck there because I'm saying this doesn't seem like a person that would be great at sales. Like, I, I, I don't know if that would be someone that would convince me to buy a house or buy anything, you know, I'm, I'm not. And, and, and guys, please understand, I am not in any way knocking anyone. I just kind of know what that is. And I'm saying, these two seem to be very opposite. That is a excellent observation, right? Try this on though. Think about this. Anytime you've gone in to buy something or you needed help, right? You really had an important decision to make. You relied on someone possibly to give you some good advice or guide you. Would that be unfair to say? Okay. I'm following so far. So really, in the end, you could say that a good real estate agent, I'm not saying all real estate agents are this way, but a good real estate agent really is a consultant. I mean, they are your fiduciary. If you you go to buy or sell something in most states, you're signing a contract that they're your fiduciary. They're, um, they have a duty to protect your interests and that part of the job, uh, introverts. Okay. As long as you know how to communicate to people, you can do it one-on-one. And that part I did have, right? I did know how to talk to people. I did know how to advocate for people, but mostly I had a, I had a concern for people, a, uh, a, a concern okay. that people do well and be well. Like I really didn't care about people just because I like to hide out in my room and drink coffee and read a book or go for a run. Doesn't mean I don't like people. I just, it's a very draining activity for me. And, um, so you're right, they don't nat- you wouldn't naturally think about it that way, but I did have a commitment to actually help people. And that's, and that's the part that works. Exactly, and, I, and I'm glad you did say that. It's not that all, you know, that, that introverts just don't like people. It's just something about it that is extremely uncomfortable for introverts to be around people. So I, I just, I'm, you know what, like I said, I'm just glad that you said that because that is something like, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things, you know, you hear a word and people just jump and they're like, boom, this is what it is. So no, that's not what it is, guys. (laughs) Um, Would you mind, would you mind if I added one more piece to that? Sure. Go ahead. So like to give just, I, after I said that explanation, I had another thought about it. When I go out to the doors, you know, whether I'm out for a couple hours, two, three hours, 
pretty typical, sometimes an hour and a half, whatever. When I'm done, I'm exhausted, right? I am spent, I need a nap. Like I need a 10, 20 minute power nap. Not because I was walking, but right. the, the energy expended to go do that is, is ridiculous for me, right? As an introvert, whereas I have friends, they're extroverts, they're energized by that. Right. I, am not, right. I am not energized by that one bit. <laughs> That makes sense. That makes sense. So, okay. Introvert, extrovert, ambivert, all of that aside, how do you get the courage to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to go knock on a, a bunch of doors because I, I don't think I could do that. Just to say, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm going to help you. You know, I, 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 I don't know. It's, it just seems like, you know, and I know there's a lid for every pot, you know, there's something for everyone. So what is it about this that says to you, hey, this is what I got to do? When you have three kids to feed, and, and I was married at the time, and so four mouths to feed. But what else? It's kind of like, uh, and if you ever saw The Pursuit of Happiness, that movie with Will Smith, where yes. he's, yes. I mean, that really is it, right? There's like, I am going to make it. Uh, I don't know how, but I, I'm going to make it. I'm not going to quit. And I was just not willing to quit. And therefore I had to make myself do something that was very uncomfortable. You know, fortunately, right, I'm not inventing rockets to the moon or, you know, new AI or some, right? People okay. have been selling real estate for a long time. Like, this was not a new thing. Right, <laughs> you weren't reinventing the wheel. I, I, I get it. I get it. So I, I didn't know it worked. I didn't know that it would work for me. Like, that part was true. And it was just a matter of I had no, I had no plan B. I had a very big why. Not noble. Right. It wasn't, you know, feed my family, not a noble why, but important to me, right? Because I love my family. So I've got to figure it out. Okay. So you're saying I have plan A and plan A has to work. Now, where do we go from there to, hey, I have to write this book? Because of course, there are more than people than just me out here who need to make dream a work so why write the book i'm saying how how did we get from you know you just sell you just you know knocking on doors and trying to to, to do what you do to writing the book what what brought that on what made you say uh, okay there are other people out there uh that's okay i got you now so yeah, that is a big leap. And I've always had, again, this is going to sound at odds with the introvert in me, right? As much as I'm an introvert, I do love to teach and I do love to help and contribute. And right, if I sell 20 or 30 homes a year, which is what I typically do, that's 10 to 15, maybe 20 people. Some people buy and sell, some people buy multiple homes. Right, so I'm only helping really 15, 20 people a year. 
Whereas if, you know, and I do training and coaching of other agents, but if I write a book and I sell, you know, a thousand, 2000, 5,000, 10,000 copies, and I help just a fraction of those people, then I've been able to make a bigger contribution. And so that's the spirit in which I wrote the book and why this book would be because I felt like there most people tell you how to be successful as an entrepreneur or real estate agent, but they're like how-to books, like, you know. Okay. Right? But no one talks about the framework, like kind of like the background, like what's in the background, not what's in, not, not the doing, it's the being that's happening, like being persistent, right. being committed, right. being right. patient, being grateful for wherever you are. And like, no one talks about like that's required. Yeah. Okay. Now here's something that you said that most people do not talk about being patience. How, how important is patience in sales, entrepreneurship, real estate? How important is that in what everything that you do? I could turn the question back to you, right? Because, you know, your podcast didn't, you didn't just start on day one with like a bajillion listeners, right? Right. Definitely. Definitely. And in real estate, like pretty much most businesses, unless you're a total rock star and most of us, although awesome, are not rock stars. We're just people trying to live a great life and you don't get, most of us don't get a real estate license on day one and the phone start, the phone does not start ringing. It takes time to get in a rhythm. One, know what you're doing. Two, get in a rhythm of activity that actually produces the outcomes we want. And so for example, knocking on doors, like it took a long time before A, I was any good at it or B, that I was able to reliably turn into anything. It just took way longer. And when I interview and talk to people who've succeeded in real estate, and there's always a handful that did, you know, we're killing it from day one. Almost all of them, it was a rough go in the beginning, right? The reason they succeeded is because they persevered over nothing or obstacles in the beginning. Right. So the patience to just say it's going to take a little time, especially when we're in a world where, you know, everything's instant. You know, you and I are not in the same city having this conversation. Uh, if we wanted to have had drinks with our interview here, we could have pushed a button and had someone deliver us drinks and food, right? In like 30 minutes, right? We're in this true, world of true. instant gratification. So why shouldn't my success be instant? Everything else is. Mm, okay, okay, okay. You know what? I, I love this. I love this. So in other words, it's not push button microwave. And I get that. <laughs> I get that. I, you know, you know, and, and I think that's the one thing that we, especially now, like you said, you know, if, if you and I wanted to sit down and have drinks, it could be, hey, well, you know what? You Uber eats that and I'll Uber eat and 
in like a half hour, we can sit down, look at each other and have drinks. Yeah. But it's kind of like the whole, you know, now don't get me wrong, guys. I love Thanksgiving dinner, but it takes forever. <laughs> it takes forever. It's like, I don't want to wait for a turkey and I don't want to wait for, for pie. And I don't, you know, but at the end of it, it's all amazing. And the, and the funny thing is we remember those things for years. We remember the time when uncle Bob fell out of the seat or, you know, Aunt Becky and Aunt Sue got into a, a shouting match over whose pie was the best, you know, but these are things that are stuck in our heads. Why? Because they weren't so instantaneous. And, and, and I think that's really what it is, is we remember the things that take a little longer. We remember those a little bit more. It's kind of like it's it's now a little bit more etched in our brains and into into our collectives. So yeah, I I so get it. I so get it. So okay, your book. You know, doors open when you knock. I actually like the name because I I I you guys know I I I'm a word person. Um, <laughs> so now you're saying that this is not something that is just for realtors. This is pe for people that go into sales. This is for people that want to do entrepreneurs. How can people that are not in real estate follow along with your ideology in this book? Yeah. So like I said, it's not a how-to book and it's definitely not a how-to book for real estate. The stories are from real estate, most of them, but the, the situations could be anything, right? So, you know, just when we were talking about having a why, you know, having a why is not unique to real estate. If you were getting into the insurance business or financial services, or you were starting a podcast, or you were starting a business as a social media marketing person, um, but you're probably not going to start on day one with a bunch of clients. And so knowing why you're doing what you're doing right. and what you're willing to stick it out to. So just starting with the beginning applies, but the patience being, you know, being willing to, to persevere over time and not having to have this instant success on day one, but right? all of those things are not unique to real estate. Hmm. Mm. Now, guys, I do want to point out that this book is self-published. So even though Mr. Ross here is claiming, you know what, I'm such the introvert and I just stay to myself. He's been doing so much. You are, sir, a flipping rock star. <laughs> like you're knocking on doors, you've got things going. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, you know what? No matter what happens, I'm not going to sit down and take it. And I know there are other people that aren't going to sit down and take it. So I'm going to write a book and okay, nobody's going to publish me. So I'm going to publish me. 
I mean, <laughs> you need to give some sort of a master class on how to do all of this without the kind of mental breakdowns. And that's not to say, like you said, you know, it takes a lot out of you. You go home and you need to, you know, regroup. But in other words, how does that not affect your day to day? How does that not affect you when you're giving the Steven that you are showing the public? And I think that's where a lot of us falter. How do we do that and not kind of have a nervous breakdown or not not show up? Yeah. And and I mean, maybe that may be something that you might want to look into because, dude, it's like you're you're a superhero. Mm. Well, that's very kind of you to say. I, I don't feel like a superhero. I feel like a normal human being. Uh, just like anyone else. And I think that's really the trick is that it's okay to flub at a door, right? It's okay. I mean, it's not really okay to miss a day when you're supposed to be out door knocking, but it's okay to miss a day, right? You're not, the world's not going to end. So there's part of it, right? That's just giving ourselves grace and space that, you know, things aren't going to be perfect all the time. And I think the other thing that we get, going back to the instant gratification and the patience piece, is we often confuse a result with the process. And I'm not the first person to say this, so I'm not saying I'm the original author of this concept, but we get stuck with, well, I, I, I'm going to I'm going to knock on all these doors, but I, I didn't get any leads or I made all these, I sent all these emails or I DM'd all these people and no one responded. And therefore I'm a failure. And, you know, we go down this whole rabbit hole when really the win is you took the action today. What the outcome is, that's beyond our control, right? We can't control if someone responds to an email or picks up our, our phone call or responds to our message. We can be responsible for taking the action we know we need to take every day. It's like going to the gym. I do not like working out. I do not like going to the gym. I don't. I absolutely do not like it. I do like the feeling of having worked out. And it's the same thing with taking the action. Right? I do not like knocking on doors, but I do like having knocked. Yeah. And when we focus on that, life just goes so much smoother because then we, it doesn't matter what happens. It, well, all that matters is that we took the action. Okay, so I have a question because I know that no matter what you do, and guys, I mean, no matter what you do, you always have to expand your craft. So which means whether you're taking classes, you're, you know, figuring something out, looking at YouTube, but I know sometimes, especially in sales, you have to go to these classes and I have to ask this because I've sat in on a few courses and there are times when the person at the front of the room is a little bit intimidating. Now, what I mean by this is it's like, you know, they're sitting there and they're saying, I've made 5 million sales and you can too. And you're like, 
I knocked on eight doors and everybody <laughs> said, no, this is great. Um, have you ever had that moment? And if you have, how did you manage to like pick yourself back up? How did you manage to say, okay, you know what? This isn't the end of it. I still have that. I have that every day, practically, right? Think about how many times have you looked at other podcasts and they have more downloads or more sponsors yeah. or this, yeah. right? And isn't, isn't it just suck you down, right? It doesn't empower you, does it? No, it's, it's, it's quite, it's quite the opposite. It's quite the opposite. So the, the, there's a lesson here for us, right? Is that comparing ourselves to someone else is a bad idea because there's no juice there. In fact, it's, it's debilitating. And it's the old saying, right? Comparison is the thief of joy. And mm, okay, wait, stop, hold up. Mm, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna to need you to repeat that for the people in the back. Comparison is the thief of joy. Ooh, okay, guys. I, I need you to take a moment and let that sink in. Because I think that's the one thing... And I hate to say it, and I've said this a lot, that social media has killed us. Everybody's comparing themselves yeah. to what everybody else is going on. And you're trying to figure out why you're not happy. Well, guess what? If you're comparing yourself to everybody else, you're not going to be happy. You know, so. And the funny thing is, People say, oh, yeah, that's only if you're on the bottom. Guess what? It, it, you're not happy if you're on the top either. Why? Because at that point, you're worried about staying on top. You're worried right. about always being the best. So if you're comparing yourself with everybody all the time, you don't even take it. You, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Steve, but if you're doing that all the time, you're not even taking a, a, a moment to enjoy the wins. Yes, that's right. You nailed it, hundred percent. So yeah, guys. So Steve, tell everyone where they can find your amazing book and all of the awesome things that you are doing. Well, you're not going to find. I mean, I have a social media, but do not go there because I'm not on it. My niece handles it, just so that there's something there. So I'm not on social media. Don't go there. Go to my website, doorsopenwhenyouknock.com, or so you or you can just go to Amazon and buy the book there, door, or go to doorsopenwhenyouknock.com. So okay, and shout out to the fam clan. Shout out to your niece for handling your social media. Because sometimes, <laughs> you know, the, the clan is a little bit better at it than we are. We're thinking, you know what, I've got to get this done. Um, you know, so it, it allows, it allows you to be great at what you're doing and it allows her to, you know, help you have the presence that you need online. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. So guys definitely go to Amazon and get the book, get the book. Okay. For those of you that don't know, the book is under 10 bucks. It, it literally is under 10 bucks. Like, come on. So if you didn't know what to do and guys, I'm going to tell you this really quickly. 
Mother's Day will be here in a little over a month. Um, you've got Mother's Day, you've got birthdays, you've got all these things. No one has to know. Uh, you got these, everyone is trying to change what they're trying to do. So guess what? Grab a book for yourself and for someone else. And trust me, when you start to change the thought processes of those around you, it'll be like, hey, we're all talking, we're all thinking about the same thing. And it'll change the way you look at things. So, Steve, it has been amazing having you. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. And if you have anything you need to talk about, especially if somebody's going to give a master class on how to be one of the most amazing shining introverts I've ever met, uh, yeah, definitely let me know. I'll definitely have you back on. You're on. <laughs> thank you you're welcome guys I hope that you enjoyed this I know that I really did so definitely check out his book and all of the information is in the show notes so you won't miss a thing but as always guys be good to yourselves be good to each other and happy shopping Hey everyone, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything With Me podcast, and you're listening to CQP Moments with the Coupon Queen Pen. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate her podcast.